Good morning. Hope everyone is doing well on this uh, very cold morning. Uh, I was sharing with Brent today, uh, I only wear jeans when it gets below 32. And when I got up this morning, it was a very balmy six. But now it's warmed up to, I think, 13. Whew. I'm going to break out shorts in a little bit. So um, we are glad... Uh, I'm glad to be back uh, with all of you, and so thank you for all your prayers. Um, still on the road to recovery. Um, and you know what actually helps in the recovery? Going to the farm show and getting a milkshake. Now, because uh, Angela, I saw your post, so Kathy got the chocolate, I got the vanilla, we're all happy, and it's amazing. It it it. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's a miracle. Oh, yeah. I, I got vanilla. I'm, I'm a vanilla guy. Kathy's chocolate. It, it all works. Anyway, um, welcome. Uh, we're glad that you are here. A uh, couple of announcements. Tonight, uh, Bible study will be on Zoom because I'm thinking we may, we may get snow. And, and I love how the forecast is. We may get uh, a coating. We may get 18 inches. We really don't know. So it's one of those surprises. So in, in case of that, we're just going to do it on Zoom. So that'll be at 6.30. Uh, prayer meeting this week um, on Wednesday at 6.30. Uh, we have our mission support team uh, 6.30 on Tuesday, and then uh, 7, 7, 8, 8 o'clock, our worship uh, team meeting. So uh, a lot of things going on. Any other uh, announcements to be made? Coffee Shop Theology, of course, on Tuesday, hopefully with how the snow, everything goes. We, but uh, 9 o'clock on Tuesdays. Any other announcements? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we've come into your presence, gathered by the Holy Spirit. So Lord, now we praise you, and we look forward to singing and praying and worshiping you in this time together. So Lord, let everything that we do praise and honor you. In Christ's name, amen. If you guys want to stand with us. These are two songs that we've done a lot, especially lately, so you should have no problem singing along. Sing, sing, sing. Make music with the heavens we will sing, sing, sing Grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise Lift high the name of Jesus What's not to love about you, heaven and earth, the 
seated. Thank you, praise team. As we come to this time of prayer, I um, wanted to let you know that, um, first off, that uh, Bill Smith is resting comfortably. Uh, he had bypass surgery yesterday, uh, and uh, just two bypass, right? Um, but he's resting comfortably, will probably be in ICU for uh, five to seven days, uh, but he's, he's in good spirits, and so we praise God for watching over Bill, and so keep Gloria and uh, the rest of the, uh, the Smith family in your prayers. Any other prayer concerns or praises? Raise your way over here. Um, just keep my mom, Marlene Groff, in prayer. She's uh, going to go in for a pacemaker on Friday. Okay. We will be praying for Marlene. Um, pray that that will correct anything that's going on with her. So we'll, um, I know she's been struggling with that for a long time. So we'll be praying for her. Any others? Oh, um Georgine. Georgine. Some of you know that my granddaughter and her family is home from Okinawa, and it's so wonderful that the past weekend I got to go down to Virginia and actually see the baby for the first time and celebrate her first birthday. So it's a, a fantastic feeling that God has blessed us bringing them home. Thank you. Yeah, and and you you get to see them, and it's and it's just a joy because you haven't met that little uh, precious little thing yet. And uh, can I can I also share what's going to happen for the next five weeks as well? So you know we have what's called winter here, and so um, we're so Ray and Georgine through the gifts of your sons get to be in Florida for five weeks. So how big is the place and how can we come down with you? We can, we can Zoom church from Florida. We have the technology. Oh, so we have to take turns. I thought we could just all as a congregation stay with you and that would be... Okay, okay, I'm just... But anyway, we hope that you have a safe, safe trip. Uh, yes, Sammy, and it's good to see you. Thank you very much. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone for their prayers and support uh, while I was battling COVID and in the hospital. Um, certainly a miracle that God turned me around. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone you know, for all your prayers and support so very much. Thank you. Well, it's good to see you, and I'm glad you're doing well, and, and the rest of the family's doing well getting from COVID. It, it's, uh, it takes a lot out of you, so absolutely. Any other prayer concerns and praises? Okay, uh, go to Selma, and then you can go over to your dad. Please keep Jenny in your prayers. Uh, she was sick, she recovered, and now she's sick again, and this morning uh, had a temperature of 
well, over 100, about 102 it was. So she needs our prayers again. We will certainly pray for Jenny, um, and hopefully she'll recover soon. Okay, uh, your dad. Yeah, you have to go to your dad. You can't just say, no, you're not going to your dad. You're going to your dad. So I have a praise today. Uh, my son made county band. Aaron, okay. Well, congratulations, Aaron. So what, what, what do you play? Uh, use the mic. I, I play the bass drum and the xylophone for the two songs and our concerts on, I think it's March or February 20. So, so somewhere... In the next few weeks, months, you'll have a concert and... Yep. Good. Well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. Th- that's a praise. Any other... Oh, yes. Carolyn. Um, so my nan was diagnosed with... Um, they found cancer in her mouth in the beginning stages of her uh, lymph nodes. So um, she's getting her feeding tube and port put in this week and then... She'll start chemo and radiation the week after. So it's kind of been, she took care of my pap for so long that she kind of neglected herself. And now everything's kind of like just catching up. So we're just trying to keep her in a positive attitude and mindset. So that way she, I mean, she wants to be there for Robbie. So, yeah, uh, I don't know, you know, you had to say goodbye to, to your grandfather and now your grandmother's going through this. And so we're, we're praying for her, um, and just know that if you know she needs anything, let, to let me know. Uh, also, a praise um, for those who who don't know. Uh, Kevin and Nisi found an apartment. Uh, they're now in Lebanon. Uh, they have moved in, and so uh, that's a praise. So thank you for all of your support during that time. So awesome, awesome news. Any other prayer concerns or praises? Oh. Okay. And she also has a friend guy who was just diagnosed with cancer in the lung, not the lungs, the liver and the kidneys. And he has to make some treatment decisions. And also, Chris isn't feeling that well either with all her health concerns. Okay, so we're praying for Chris, your wife, um, and your mother-in-law, so Lois's sister, sister passed, passed away, away two days ago. And she has a friend that... His also, name's Guy, who... Guy, who's has a lot of health issues that we will be praying for. Okay. Any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? Amy, anything from Zoom? (laughs) Okay. Well, let's go uh, to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we just, we stand in awe of you. The things that our country has gone through, the world has gone through, Lord, we're so glad that you're here. We're so glad that though everything seems to be negative, you 
have this wonderful gift of your peace and your grace, your love, your hope. Lord, what a joy it is to be in your presence. What a joy it is to be called children of God, to be men and women of God. And it's not because of anything that we've done. It's all been because of your grace, because of your great love. Lord, we see the miracles that, um, that are around us. Those that have been ill, we've seen those recover. We've seen those who have needed answers and are receiving them. Even though we have been praying, Lord, you've granted us patience. Because sometimes we have to realize it's not our time, it's your time. And your time is always perfect. So Lord, we pray for the healing that we've seen in our members, in our friends, in our families. Lord, continue to watch over them. Those that are recovering from surgeries and those that are about to have surgery, Lord, we lift them up. We ask for your comfort, your healing. Lord, for those that have recovered or those that are going through um, sickness right now, Lord, we praise you. We praise for healing and we pray for healing that all of us would be made anew. And Lord, we, we thank you for opportunities, new opportunities that our children and some of our friends get to experience now whether it's moving to a a new place or just something new at school to be a part of something. Lord, we thank you. For all of these things, Lord, we praise you. Lord, for seeing grandchildren, great-grandchildren, seeing family, to hear children, to hear the laughs of babies. Lord, we praise you. What an awesome thing to hear. Lord, we just pray now that you would hear us. You would hear our hearts. You would hear our minds, our concerns and praises. Lord, we lift up before you and pray all of this in Christ's most holy name. And all of God's people said, amen.
Our scripture lesson is from John chapter 2. The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him they have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six stone water jars used for the Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then, when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. So over the next few weeks, we're going to go through this, uh, through John, and we are looking at signs. We're looking at who Christ is and the signs that he performed, the miracles that he performed, so that we can see that God is at work in the world today. And so today we start with um, John. Uh, chapter 2, verses 1. We're looking at Jesus turning water into wine. And so when, we're, when I was thinking about this, uh, before GPS, uh, before um, cell phones, we had what was called an atlas, road atlas. How many of you actually had one of those in the car? Remember they were giant, they were huge, uh, if you lived in bigger cities, there was a thing that you could buy that would tell you all the strips, and they were, they were huge books, and you would have to look through it. And if you were going on a trip, there was something called a triptych that you can get from AAA, and it was so exciting when you got the book, and as you were traveling, you flipped it over, and you were getting to another place. And in the triptych, it showed you where the hotels were, where... Um, where there were places to eat, it was that road trip. And then it showed you your destination. And it was kind of neat. Now we have GPS, and now it's kind of easier now. We type in the destination, and it'll show us how to get there, how many miles. Uh, it'll show us things around where we can take a, uh, take a rest but there's always some type of sign that you've got to your destination. 
Something that is showing you whether it's crossing state lines, but there's always a sign saying, you've arrived. And so these are the signs that show us the way. And so when Jesus is trying to show us this, he is showing how God is working through the world for our salvation. There was a funny picture I saw. Um, It was on the internet. Um, There was a sign that said water. And below it was just bottles of wine. And the caption said, Jesus was here. So if we're looking at what was going on here, we're seeing that at a wedding... And we don't know who this was. We, we have no idea were they relationships or not. But anyway, Jesus and his mother and his disciples were invited. And this is a long, drawn-out process in those days. They, these went on for days. And at some point in time, through all the celebration, something happened. They ran out of wine. And so as we look at this, as sometimes new believers are looking is, it's almost as Mary is wanting Jesus to do something. But she's not really sure what he's going to do. She was just concerned of saying, hey, guess what? There's no more wine. Have you ever been to a party and you've run out of food? Have you ever been at something and they've run out of food? Am I the only one who has been to something and they've run, oh, you've run out of food? And, and then, no, you didn't, but there, there was a place. And, and so was there kind of a panic? Oh, the, those in the end, yeah. This is why in church settings, you never send youth in the, in the first round because they would get their plates full and then, then nothing. Okay. When we were doing the meals here on Tuesday nights, if we were starting to run out of food, we always had a backup plan. And if we did, I always said, well, there's Joe's down the street. We can get pizza or spaghetti or something. And so we we really didn't have to worry. And it was kind of this way when Mary is talking to Jesus of saying, hey, they're out of wine. Jesus is like, okay, They're, they're out of wine. There was nothing, it was almost kind of like, okay, don't worry, they, they have no wine, okay, it's not the end of the world. And it's almost as Jesus is saying, it's not that big of an issue. It's very simple. Sometimes we, we think about this and we, we look at it and we get panicked when something's not going our way, and yet God is trying to say, hold on, don't worry, this is easily fixed. One of the things that Jesus did say to to Mary is, my time, it's not my time. Now, to look at this, Jesus is just simply saying, it's not my time to be glorified. Remember when the religious authorities wanted to arrest Jesus, uh, Jesus said, my hour has not come. They couldn't arrest him. Remember when the crowd wanted to stone him and he walked through, 
because this time had not come. But when it was time to glorify God's name, Jesus said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. He was trying to say, it's not, the hour has not come to start the message. But he also was not saying he wouldn't do anything. It was just Mary was kind of worried. Hey, they, they've run, run out of wine. Because, here's the thing, Mary knew that Jesus was going to do something because she said to the servants, whatever he says. And so Jesus, it was, not, it was just one of these really simple things. He just merely pointed to the servants You see those jars over there, those jars for purifications, fill them up. Now, it seems like this would be a quick thing to do, but actually it took kind of a couple of hours because you're talking about 20 or 30 gallons of water in each of these pots. So it took some time to get water. So you're looking at about 120, 180 gallons of water. And then, here's the wonderful thing. Fill the jars with water. And once they did that, he goes, now fill, now draw some out and take it to the banquet master. Understand, Jesus has not moved. He did not go over and touch the water. He simply spoke. And that was it. He didn't... This is the the miracle, the first miracle. And so what what happens is that that's a a huge amount of wine. They didn't need that much. But think about what God does. When we ask for blessings, he just seems to overflow. Our, Our blessings seem to overflow. When we talk about, this week I was talking about Uh, grace with someone, and we were talking about the amount of grace that God gives us, even though we don't deserve it. It seems more than abundant. Remember when he was feeding the 12,000, the 5,000, all of that? It wasn't that it was just enough for people. How many baskets were left over? How many more things of bread and fish There was always an overabundance, and this is what God does. He gives out more than we can handle, and that's a a good thing. One of the things that I, I looked at when Jesus is pointing to those jars that struck me is that those jars were used for purification in some of the rituals, And he takes the water and he turns it into wine. And I'm thinking, that's how Jesus purified us. Taking water, turning it into wine, looking at water and turning that blood that was shed for us. We are now become purified through his blood. It was supposed to be for Israel, 
But understand that when that first miracle happened, Jesus didn't get the credit. If you look at it, it was the banquet manager who goes to the bridegroom and says, oh my goodness, you know, usually you, you set out the good wine first and then the cheaper wine, and you save the best for last. They didn't know where it came from, and the bridegroom kind of took credit because he didn't know what had happened. He just got lucky. The only ones who knew what he did were those servants, was Mary, and a handful of disciples. At that point, if you look in John, he had only gotten four or five disciples at that point. And they saw what had happened, and they believed. The disciples came to realize who Christ was. Isn't that awesome to see? That's when they first believed. And they're willing to follow him. So when we look at the world today, we're we're looking at where is God in all of this? How can we see God? I don't you dare take him out. He is a joy. Because he is smiling and he's you know, he's got my same haircut. Uh, that's amazing. But we are seeing miracles all the time. And we have to praise God. And, I'm, and, and Brent, I'm going to have to use you for a minute. I know, you're excited about this. Quit hiding behind Dave. But the miracle was Thursday night. When Bill went in. Bill had a blockage of 95%. He was not supposed to make it. In fact, they were surprised that he actually walked in to the hospital because people with a 95% blockage do not make it. They did not know why he did. And then when they were talking to them about, um, to the family about him actually surviving the uh, surgery, they were like, He's, he probably won't make it. And see, God had other plans. He's gone through the surgery well. The blood is flowing. And we can all say, well, that's a coincidence. No, we're seeing God do an amazing thing with Bill. We're seeing how God comes into our lives in seemingly every situation. He's there. And we see these blessings that are just pouring out and we're like, God, do you look at my life? How can you love me this much? And, he, and God always points to the cross and go, that much. My son took all of your sins on a cross so that you now are free. This is how much I love you. And let me bless you. And, and sometimes we need to look at the blessings that we're receiving are not the monetary things. It's not, sometimes they are, but true blessings is the peace and the hope and the joy and the love. 
and to acknowledge God. You see, that's why I'm bringing up Bill's story, because we need to acknowledge God was there. When doctors don't understand how something comes up, God is there. Last year, or um, when Rob uh, Valentine was so sick with COVID, we were, he was not supposed to make it. The family was already prepared. We need to look at how God blesses us abundantly. You know, when we're looking at weddings, and my wife and I were, were talking about this, um, they don't happen every day, but they, they happen, and um, we were, we were, I was thinking back to our son getting married a couple of years ago. My, is it a couple of years? Or half, a year and a half. It's coming up on two years. Uh, my daughter's getting married in May. And I kept thinking, well, what if we run out of food at the wedding? And I kept thinking, I'm not worried about it. I will have already had my plate first because I'm part of the family, and so I'm good. Not a big deal. As long as I got fed, I'm, I'm good. But why are we worried about those little things that can be easily fixed? When I talked to Bill um, Friday afternoon, we had to have a, a serious conversation and I think you know what I was talking about, of if you make it through, we're praising God, and if you don't, we know where you are. This is the, the wonderful thing about who God is. Whatever is going on, we know that God has us. He shows up in, in our lives every day. Um, both... Both of the Sams there, Sam and Sam Jr. Sam, remember how sick you were a couple of years ago? We didn't think you were going to make it. Sammy, we were concerned about you because we weren't really sure about, because you had gotten really sick with COVID. This is how God works. And we don't understand why why he's watched over you and we don't know why some others go through the things they're going through uh, with your nan. We're not sure, but I do know that she knows the Lord because we had that conversation on Christmas Eve. She was telling me of what was going on and where her faith had to be because I, we don't know how people will get through life if they don't know the Lord. So God works in incredible ways, mysterious ways. What we need to understand is that Jesus is there. And when we go to him, he often says, don't worry. I've got this. 
But, but Lord, what, what about uh, the bills I've got to pay? Lord, what about my family? What about um, my wife's heart? What about all of this? And God goes, don't worry. I got this. This is where we need to have more, a little bit more faith. We think about, God, what about this and what about that? And, we, and, and our minds just go, and I've been guilty of that. I, I, will, I will think of something, and I don't know if I'm the only one, um, but I'll think of all the bad things that can happen, and I worked it all the way out, and, and guess what? It, it never happened. And how much time did I work all that situation out? And God goes, wow, that, that was a waste of time, didn't you? You wasted a lot of time. You were worried about nothing. So now this week, what I have to do is go, okay, Lord, I'm worried about this or that. Don't worry, I got this. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, give us strength. Give us hope. Help us to know that whatever goes on this week, you've got this. Because we've seen the miracle. You can just speak into our lives. And it's made better. Because of that hope and that peace and that love and that faith that you've just blessed us so much with. So Lord, regardless of what goes on this week, Lord, help us not to worry. You've got this. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So in our re- reflection and response, um, Aaron, I'm going to need you to get up and, and get a mic. I think Aaron was concerned that he was going to have to play the drums or something and Exolophon. So, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Anyone? No one's going to say anything because of what I just spoke about, right? I'm thinking about Jenny who has been sick. And God goes, okay, I got her. He's got that. Uh, Worried about Bill, but God's got him. Uh, To your nan, God's got that. She's going to have to go through a lot of stuff, but he's got her. And to uh, the horse family, God's got you. You've got four boys. Angels. You know, uh, that, that's kind of funny you brought that up. Because uh, I told my wife this week, my mom says that I was an angel. When I was asleep. Huh? Yeah. When they sleep, yeah, they're angels. They're so cute. So this week, whatever, whatever you hear on the news, oh, geez, 
whatever you hear in the news. All of this. Understand that God has this. Uh, and I'm reminded of in, the, in your lesson today, Judy, of if we let God actually do what he's promised, he's got that. When we try to interfere in what he's doing, sometimes we mess up and he still works in us in spite of ourselves. So this week, I'm asking you not to worry. Let God take care of it. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, as we go through this week, you've got it. You will give us strength. We will rely on the Holy Spirit. We will, we will through your Holy Spirit, resist temptation. And Lord, when we face with sin or temptation, Lord, surround us, rescue us. Lord, we know that you love us. So Lord, help us to show and glorify you in all that we do. For we are your children. Guide us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So today, as we are leaving, uh, I just want to let you know I'm not going to be standing outside. I'm also not going to be shaking hands. I'm, I'm not contagious, but I'm just going to be waving or fist bump, but no hugging. And um, so what are you going to do this week? Trust. Very good song to end on, trust. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Lord, help us to trust in you and to not worry because you've got this. In Christ's name we pray. And all of God's children said, amen.